Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first bonus episode of the Master of None podcast. Uh, this is something we're going to just try and do every month for the upcoming month. So uh, it's now the end of May 2019. So this is your bonus episode for the upcoming month of June. And uh, I'll figure out the best way to do this. Uh, but we'll, we'll probably release these uh, a few days before the end of the month and give you a chance to listen to it and get your plan together for for the following month. Um, Each of these, I want to do three different things. Uh, The first thing is going to be a, uh, let's call it a pro tip. And that could be um, some cooking tip. It could be some uh, outdoor bushcraft survival tip. It could be Oh, I don't know, some uh, woodworking or carpentry tip. Uh, Who knows? Uh, The second thing is going to be a book recommendation that if you're looking for a book to read, I'll give you a recommendation of a book for each month. And the third thing is going to be a challenge. Yeah, we'll call it a challenge. And that could be some sort of uh, fitness challenge, uh, some sort of... um, mental discipline. We'll see where that goes. So let's go ahead and get into it for this month. Um, first things first, the pro tip. Let's talk about knife sharpening. Now, most people's kitchens that I go into, uh, there's very little difference in the sharpness between the edge and the back of their knives. Now, a sharp knife is a safe knife. It's more fun to use. You will, uh, You'll be able to create better dishes with it, cutting more precisely. And I'm specifically talking about kitchen knives right now, but this applies to all of your knives. Your um, your outdoor knives, your pocket knife, your kitchen knives, everything. And keep your knives sharp. It's safer. It makes for a more effective tool. And there's some satisfaction in uh, having a nice sharp knife that you know you put that edge on and also knowing that as it gets dull, you can easily bring that edge back. In fact, uh, all of my knives, I believe are generally sharper than they came from the factory. Uh, that's not hard to do. Most knives, the edge that comes on the knife is actually not terribly sharp. So, uh, the knife that I have in my hand right now is just my basic, a uh, chef's knife that I use all the time in the kitchen has probably about a, oh, nine, I'm going to say a nine inch blade. And ordinarily I don't let any of my knives get so dull that they need more than just a quick touch up. But for the sake of this demonstration, we're going to pretend like this knife is uh, either very dull or a brand new knife that we want to put our own edge on. So I'm going to set the knife down. Let's talk about the sharpening kit that I use. Uh, There are all sorts of sharpening kits out there, but my personal sharpening kit that I use is called the Triangle Sharp Maker from Spyderco. And it comes with uh, two sets of stones, a coarse and a fine. It comes with some little brass rods that act as a hand guard, um, help keep you from cutting yourself if you do slip while you're sharpening your knife. Uh, It has 
all sorts of little um, little holes for the stones to go in for different angles and sharpening all sorts of different stuff, scissors, fish hooks. Uh, I think it comes with a DVD too, or you can probably just go on YouTube or something and, and look up the same video on how to use it. But anyway, this is, as I said, from Spyderco, and it's called the Triangle Sharp Maker. So when you first start sharpening a knife, you're going to start with your coarsest stone. And these stones are a triangle shape, so they have um, what would be the corner of the triangle. Um, gives you a, an edge. And then the side of the triangle is flat, obviously. So we're going to start... Um, by using that, that sharp corner of the triangle. Our stones, our stones are set in the base and we're gonna take the knife and a couple important things when you're sharpening a knife. Uh, you wanna maintain your angle. Different kits have different ways of helping you maintain the angle. Uh, this particular one, all that you have to do is hold the blade vertically and it will maintain a perfect angle as you go. Uh, next thing, is to I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's really important to alternate sides. That's probably the easiest way to explain this. Um, if you take too many strokes on the same side of a blade, you're actually gonna take that that sharp blade and you'll actually roll it over uh, to one side or the other. If you've ever picked up a knife and run your thumb across the blade to kind of check for sharpness, and it feels sharp going one way but not the other way. I guarantee you what has happened is someone's actually rolled the edge of that blade over. Um, I've picked up brand new knives in shops before that already had a rolled edge. And it's not impossible to fix. Uh, it just takes a little bit of work and maybe we'll talk about that another time. So let's go ahead and start sharpening this knife. Um, basically you just want to take several strokes traveling down the length of the stone and down the length of the blade at the same time. Uh, it can take a little practice. Watch some videos online, you'll get the hang of it. And as I mentioned, this knife's not actually terribly dull, but we're going to go through the whole process anyway. And... Um, you just want to repeat those alternating strokes side to side until, until the blade starts to get sharp. Now, it's not going to reach its full sharpness potential until the very end. We're going to rotate these stones so that now we're working with the flat. So what happens is you're sharpening a blade. You're not actually creating a smooth blade. You're actually taking and kind of pulling tiny fibers of steel. And, uh, and that's what creates the sharpness of a blade. It's almost like a, uh, serrated bread knife or something, but on a microscopic scale, or think of like a saw blade, but on a, just a microscopic scale. And the smaller those, those little points are, and the more closely they're aligned to, to being in the same direction, the sharper your blade is. That's uh, probably the simplest way I can think of to explain it. So let's go ahead and take some strokes on the flat now. And that's going to start to flatten out those, those little teeth that we just created with the coarse stone. 
as you practice, you'll get faster and faster at this, and you'll just kind of get a feel for the amount of pressure that it takes. I'm going to go ahead and swap these stones out for our fine stones. Again, we're going to start on the sharp edge, the point of the triangle. Same motion every single time, no matter which stones you're using. There we go. And I'm going to rotate these now to the, the flat, and that's going to that's going to give me an even finer tooth pattern. There we go. That's all it takes. The next step, we're going to use what's called a honing steel, and this is uh, literally just a steel rod with a handle on it. I'm sure you've seen these before. Sometimes you see uh, chefs in restaurants touching up their knife before they go to work on something, and it's all flashy and quick, and they're sliding the knife and the honing steel back and forth across each other. Any chef who actually cares about his knife being sharp is never going to do that. That's all for show. And a good chef, if he's doing that and you watch him closely, he's actually hitting the back of the knife against the honing steel, not the blade, because there's no way that he would treat his blade like that. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to hold the honing steel in one hand, our knife blade in the other hand, set them perpendicular to each other at a 90 degree angle, um, and try to hold the knife at the same angle that you sharpened it at. And... You really, all it takes is just the weight of the knife, just the weight of the blade. Don't push on it at all. And you're just going to slide the knife down that honing steel, traveling down the length of the steel and the length of the blade simultaneously, same as we did on the sharpening stones. And you're going to alternate sides on this also. Now what this is doing, instead of removing steel and creating those teeth, which is what the stones did, this is actually just kind of grabbing those microscopic teeth and aligning them all in the same direction. This is what really gives you that razor sharp edge. So we're gonna go ahead and do that, just a few passes. Back the other direction on the other side. There's no need to go quick on this. I'm not trying to show off. That's all that it takes. We now have a razor sharp chef's knife. We'll slice right through just about everything. Now, the very last step that I always do when I sharpen the knives, I'm gonna wipe, wipe the blade because you do get a little bit of uh, steel kind of dust from the sharpening process on the blade. So we'll just wipe that clean. And then the very last thing that I always do, and I actually do this more often than I sharpen the knives, if you have a wood-handled knife, go ahead and get some uh, mineral oil and just oil that handle. Um, that'll keep it looking nice and new. It'll keep it from uh, absorb absorbing moisture as you cook and, uh, and just maintain a good knife. So that's all for uh, knife sharpening for today. Uh, next, uh, book recommendation. 
Uh, the book that I'm going to recommend for reading in the month of June is called Natural Born Heroes. It's by Christopher McDougall. And I've read it several times, and it's just a really interesting combination of things that you wouldn't think would ordinarily go together. He talks about um, ancient Greek history. He talks about World War II history. He talks about keto diet. He talks about long-distance running. He talks about parkour. All of these different things, and he manages to just tie them together in a way that totally makes sense. So if you're looking for a good book to read, that's our book recommendation for the month of June. Now, uh, lastly, we're going to have a fitness challenge for the month of June, and uh, that is going to be burpees. The challenge is to do burpees every day. Now, depending on your current level of fitness, that could be more or less, but um, we're going to do burpees every single day, myself included, for the entire month of June, and we'll follow up on that in next month's challenge. I'll let you know how it went for me. If you don't know what burpees are, uh, you can go on YouTube and see some good videos of how to do them. It's an excellent exercise uh, for just for your whole body. Uh, they're great. And ordinarily, I wouldn't recommend doing the same exercise every single day. It will wear you out. But a lot of times I like to take a month and say, every day of this month, I'm going to do this one thing. And it just kind of builds a habit of doing it. Now, if you if you do start to to feel some sort of actual injury going on from overuse, go ahead and stop. But if this just means even doing five of them per day to get you started, start with that. And uh, maybe by the end of the month, you'll be doing more. So that's all I have for all of you for your monthly bonus episode for the upcoming month of June. And I'll see you next time.